Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we will talk about how to grow your photography business without burnout. I'll share tactical tips, tricks, and things you've got to be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that are most important. Today, I have Miranda on the podcast. Miranda is a family legacy photographer and educator that teaches family photographers how to create rinse and repeat clients. As a wife and mother of two, she knew that she couldn't keep working her nine to five job, scheduling clients, and put her family first. Instead of sacrificing her business, she created a workflow that she applies to every single client that leads them to book with her up to three times a year. Now she works full-time as a photographer and educator with a business that supports her lifestyle, and she wants to teach us how to do the same thing. Hi, Miranda. How are you? Good. Thank you, Brittany. How are you? I'm, I'm, I think we started talking a little bit before this. We're both a hot mess. That's fine. <laughs> um, make things more relatable. I feel like whenever we're like human, human-y humans. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business? How long have you been a photographer? Where do you live? What got you yeah. in <laughs> No, awesome. So I have been a photographer for about seven or eight years, but I've only been good at it for maybe about four. Um, <laughs> good at it. <laughs> like that addition there. <laughs> I think I said that to like one of my clients uh, and then she never booked me. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, I was just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I have been a photographer for what seems like forever. Uh, I started when my daughter was really little, probably about six months old. And I'm like, Oh, this is easy. I could do it. Uh, and then I got a really rude awakening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just, I wanted to just capture like our time together. Um, like so many other parents uh, and mothers too. I feel like uh, the first reason that they pick up a camera is for their kids, you know? Um, and, you know, it took me so long to get it right. I couldn't find an editing style I liked. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to scrap the whole thing. Uh, and then the next day, I'm just like, I can't do that. And then, <laughs> um, and then I just I built up what I have now because of my kids, mm-hmm. um, and because of that passion and that love for them and capturing like memories that we have together. Um, so I'm a big uh, fan of my kids. I probably fangirl way too hard, um, <laughs> yeah. but but yeah. So we live out here in in central Pennsylvania. The most exciting thing that happens out here is that we have Hershey Park like 30 minutes away. Um, everything else is like nothing. nothing what is Hershey? Happens. What's Hershey Park? What is Hershey Park? What is Hershey? It's the sweetest place on earth. Oh, is it? Should I know what this is? Place on oh. Earth. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, okay, I get it now. I'm like, should I know what this is? I feel a, like, you know. I mean, I don't know. I grew up like 30 minutes. It's um like an amusement park, basically. It's like Six Flags, but like with candy. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that. I love candy. Yeah. <laughs> love candy. Yeah. We have like our entire summer, like planned around it. So okay. super exciting. Um, but yeah, so nothing exciting ever happens out here and we are just like living life, like to the fullest that you could live out here. Um, <laughs> but that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Um, very like rural, country, like whatever with two kids and, you know, a husband who makes Starbucks runs for me. God oh love him. Gosh. Man, that's amazing. My husband's downstairs making breakfast for me right now. And he, and he, he would deliver it to me, but I'm like, no, I can't, I can't have that on video. I've done it before on video, but like, it's really like, oh, wait, no, that was not attractive. Just no. like, <laughs> like I was over here like, 
like <laughs> bites of it, but I was like, let's not air that video on the YouTube. Okay. Cause if you don't know, I have started recording my, most of my podcasts to put on YouTube. And I was telling Miranda, no one watches it, but that's totally fine. Maybe one day they will, but um, you guys should go watch it. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening, that's fine too. Um, so it's funny. You said, we're like, let's scrap this whole thing. You, if you knew how many times I quit photography and the next day I'm like, no, I can't, I can't quit photography. It's like, at this point it is ingrained in me. Like, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know if it's sad or cool that I don't know who I would be if I wasn't a photographer, Yes, <laughs> but yeah, I am. Exactly. Um, and then I like that you said that your kids are what caused you or made you or led you to build this business because mm-hmm. I started a little different than you did. Um, I was a photographer first and then I became a mom. Um, I wasn't a very good photographer and yeah. I charged like $50, but it was my kids who led me to make this more of a sustainable business that I'm not. Cause you know, I'm a workaholic by, by oh. heart, you know, like I love yes. to work. Like I have a good time. I have to make my style stop doing it. I've always kind of been like that. Even mm-hmm. as a teenager, I was a lifeguard and I would work like as much as I possibly could, but then I spend all my money. I have nothing to show for it. So nothing's changed there anyways but my kids have been were also the same thing they led me to want to create something that was sustainable and that where I wasn't having to work all the time or um, being forced to but I could when I wanted to so I want to hear more about this workflow that you created to get those repeat clients because repeat clients I 100% am on board with this I love repeat clients so they're like the thing Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like your ideal client basically. Um, right, and we always hear that in business, like always, always, always like who's your ideal client. And then you have to break down what seems like a 50 step process to find like this one person who, you know, this is Ashley, like this is what she likes. Mm-hmm. And it was always so hard for me to do that. But when we serve like these ideal clients and um, turn them into rinse and repeat clients, I always follow like six steps or um, the six phases for the ideal client experience. So first we start with like the groundwork for the experience. Um, and I know you guys are going to hate hearing this, but we need to break down our cost of doing business. <laughs> we need to <laughs> oh, the least favorite thing anyone ever hears. <laughs> I know between ideal client, who's your ideal client and cost of doing business. I've had so many people eye roll and like, Ugh, next question, please. Like yeah. we just don't understand sometimes like how important that is to have that. So yeah, maybe you don't want to know because then you'll realize you're not making any money. Oh, and how (laughs) heartbreaking is that to be like, I've put everything that I have into this business and I'm not making any money. Mm. I do not want to hear that. I am in such denial. And I had been when I was first starting this, I'm like, Oh, $150 sessions. This is totally yeah. fine. Like, why do you really charge so much? Like, this is not that hard. And then yes. you find out, and, you find out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. Because I would be eating ramen and living in my parents' basement for the rest of my life. Or working your butt off. All oh my God. Working too. Which, yeah, <laughs> which I was like draining my energy, no energy for my kids, no energy for my business none. I was miserable. I was awful, like an awful human being for like a couple months. (laughs) I I think we all have to go through that. Like I, I know I want to make it to where other photographers don't go through that, but I think in order to have that aha moment, you have to go through it. Yeah. Someone, if you haven't had to go through it, let me know. I I hope that for you. I hope you don't have to go through it. (laughs) Honest to God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so cost of doing business, it's, we need to find like a sustainable, 
like business model, basically that supports your lifestyle. Now your lifestyle could be flying to Paris, like three times a month or three times a year, God. Um, or it could be just supporting like, yeah, three times a month. I couldn't imagine. Um, <laughs> hey, Kim K. Kim K. Um, or like it could be just paying the bills or paying your mortgage or your rent or anything like that. It's basically just a business that supports your lifestyle. You don't have to be a millionaire to be successful. I also want to push that because we have it in our heads. Like if I'm not making a certain amount of money, I'm not successful. So then you priced your business, you know, at like $2,000 a session, but you don't do your cost of business and everything just falls through. So don't get me started on that because I will go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, the second phase is the pre-booking. So we are showing up for our clients basically before they even become clients. We talk about like gaining new inquiries and nurturing them immediately and booking them within like one or two emails. So some of my students, uh, I tell them all the time, I'm just like, I have this email workflow where literally my clients, my families book with me after I send them one email. That's it. And they're just like, boom, I'm already sold. I'm booking with you. Let's go. And my sessions are about like between five and $700. And they are just like, yep, doing it. Let's do it right now. It's because, and this might be a scary word. Um, it's because of like an automated workflow. Mm-hmm. People hear workflow and they're just like, nope, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but it, it doesn't have to be scary. And I definitely want to push that. Like automation saved my, it saved my business. Yeah. Um, The third phase is like pre-session. So like we are prepping our, um, our clients with like automated invoices and proposals, questionnaires, putting questions that mean something that they are um, asking intentional questions in our proposal to prep them to hit that book button. Like go, go, go. Yes, I need this. Then the fourth phase is like their actual experience. And that's like things like posing that people are always Googling or looking up on Pinterest. Like, how do I pose properly? Uh, Give me a list of five poses to go to. Wedding photographer poses, engagement poses, and things like that. Like, how do I make these poses look more natural? So having your client face-to-face, is it's huge and it's very important. But that's only one part of six parts of creating those ideal and repeat clients, Um, which is funny because people think like, okay, I don't have to do anything until I'm getting face-to-face with them. And then that's it. Like I'll talk to them a little bit, but the experience is so much more than just that. Of course, then we talk about like the post-session experience, which is like curating your galleries with a purpose, encouraging sales behind the scenes. Even if you're not an IPS photographer, an in-person sales photographer, you don't have to be um, to want to curate like that ideal gallery for your clients. And then of course, after delivery marketing, um, because we're never just done with serving our clients. Um, We revisit them. We talk to them. We send follow-up emails. We blog their session and deliver their gallery and things like that. I want to hear more about this pre-booking. Like what is it that gets people hooked and wanting to book with you so quickly? Yes. Okay. So that's a question I get all the time. It's just like, okay, well, one email, how does that even happen? Because I'm going back and forth with like my clients, like, okay, well, where do you want to book? Like, um, 
Do you have a location in mind? What's the date? Oh, I'm busy that day. Like it's an entire process. Like, oh, let me send you the contract. Let me send you the invoice. And I was doing that for so long. This is like a shameless plug. Um, I do use a CRM called Dubsado. Um, and it's it's wonderful, I feel like. Um, but it allows me, just like all the other CRMs, um, to create that automation for myself, for my business, and for my client. So when my clients reach out to me, they say, hey, you know, I'm really interested in booking. I'm like, okay, great. I'm so excited to hear from you. I'll check the date. I'm like, okay, I have that date available. Awesome. And I take my email template. Now, having email templates, again, saved my business. I will take my email template and it'll have things like, okay, here is, you know, all the information for my package, but I don't send it automatically. I will customize it. I'll wait until I get to my computer or I have like ADHD. So I'm just like, I need to do everything now. Go, 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 go. And again, email templates, a huge reason they save my business um, because I'm freaking crazy. Um, <laughs> so like I will personal, <laughs> I, um, I'll personalize the first paragraph of that because all of my clients want to see that I care about them, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm not sending, oh, here's my packages, book me if you want to, mm-hmm. um, because there's no connection there. And if there's no connection, my clients don't feel it. They're just like, you know what, I'll go find somebody else because there are, there's so many other photographers in our area that can offer that connection. Right. Your mm-hmm. talent as a photographer only goes so far, right? Like, I mean, they, yeah. they can go next door and find a photographer who is just as talented as you are. It's not, mm-hmm. it's less about pretty images and so much more about you know, the way you make them feel. Oh my God. Yes. And how you make your clients feel and like pushes that relationship. It nurtures them. And it's, it's a huge part of the entire process. Mm -hmm. So when I send them that email, it has the personalized section. It has, you know, my handy dandy email template. And then at the very bottom, I say, I give them a call to action. I say, Hey, so what's the next step? You're going to fill out this proposal. And we're going to go ahead and get you booked right away. Mm-hmm. So they click the proposal. And again, all these questions that I include are very intentional. Um, so I will ask like about their families, about their kids. I'll say, hey, you know, how would you describe your family? So that you can take those words that they have on the proposal, use those during your session, reestablish what they already feel about their family, what they already know about their family to be true. Again, and a little connection point right there. And then at the very bottom and ask them to choose a package. Uh, I offer three different packages um, because it's just what works for me. Immediately, they choose a package, boom, automatically takes them to the contract. They sign the contract, then automatically takes them to the next step, the invoice. They pay the invoice. I've sent one email, boom, they are um, officially booked, and I haven't really had to do very much. So automation but it, it's like that. automation with some heart behind it. You're, I think, I do think there is such thing as like being too overly automated, yes. but it sounds like you add that warmth into it that people still need. Like they, they want to be treated like a person and, mm-hmm. and you are teaching people to treat people like a person. And I always like people, we really overcomplicate business, right? Like we're like, oh, mm-hmm. no, I got to do this for marketing. I got to, I got to post these vlogs. I got to get on Instagram. But at the heart of everything, it comes down to just treating your people with your clients and your, your to be clients. Oh my gosh. 
potential clients. I was like, that was not the word I wanted to use. Um, <laughs> with like love and like as a person, that's all they want. And that's what all mm-hmm. anyone really wants is just to be treated like a person. It's so freaking true. Um, and I always used to think that everything was so different. You know, wedding photography, mm-hmm. obviously very different than family photography. But the way you serve your clients, when at the end of the day, when it boils down to it, it's the same. You're treating them with love, with compassion, with respect. And like, you know, it's the golden freaking rule, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. So you're right that there is like this negativity to um, automation. And I still have a little bit of negative feelings towards automation in my business. There's some places that I will not use it Mm -hmm. because I don't feel comfortable with it. Like, um, and this is just me, this, none, none of this is wrong by any means. Um, so an automatic message on Instagram, just like, Hey, you know, um, uh, go ahead, inquire on my website. I'll reach out to you. But like every time I react to a story, it does that. It drives me crazy. I, uh, you know, I was, I was off Instagram for a while. Right. And so I put that up because I needed people to know, because I lost a lot of bookings and people were like, where are you? Um, and so I put that up so that way people Mm -hmm. know that I'm not here. And I was in a group message and every time someone sent a message, it popped in. I was like, you guys can kick me out. I'm so sorry. Like, I know that's really <laughs> annoying. So I got kicked out of those group messages. <laughs> but I was like, hilarious. oh, but it is. It's frustrating. I'm like, I, it, it's like, a, you know, I know you said, like, you do you, do what you're, what you're going to do. Like, if you don't use Instagram very often, I think that's probably a good thing to do. But like, if you're on it frequently and people are messaging you frequently, I'm just going to, you know, it's really annoying. Like, I'm not even trying to book with you and I'm annoyed that I'm getting these messages back. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just putting that out there. People feel this way. Okay. There might be reasons that you're doing it. And I understand that, but general feeling from me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I don't like it. You do you, Bill. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I know you said it before, the um the automatic messages like with email. So like getting that very bland um mm-hmm. hey, thanks. I got your email. This is how you book with me. Yeah. Like hard pass. Stop doing that. Uh-huh. Um that is like okay, you know, hey, you do you, but honestly, don't do you if that's how you do you. Like <laughs> don't do you. Don't do you. Don't do <laughs> no, you. No, no, boo boo. No, no, no. <laughs> Like, of course, it's just because it it doesn't add any individuality. There is no connection to your photographer um, and to your client. And they're just, they just feel weird about it. So if you want to send an email, like an automatic one, say, hey, thanks so much. I received your inquiry. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to reaching out to you. You should hear from me in like 24 to 48 hours. That's just saying, hey, like yeah. I got the inquiry. I'll get back to you. Don't include any links because we don't want it to go to spam. Right. But that's, that's okay. You know, some automation in your business is good. I will fight for automation until like the day that I croak, but it's just be careful where you use it, you know? Right. Yeah. Don't overly automate yourself in your business. Um, and also, but automation in those automatic emails can be a really good way to set boundaries for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. um, like when you're going out of town or when you know you're going to be away from whatever platform for a while, like mm-hmm. you're okay. I, I got you. I see you. So don't start coming at me, sending me 500 messages. Like, why aren't you responding? Why aren't you responding to me? I see you. Yes. Here's my automated message. I'm not here right now. I'll get back to you. Like, and this is when I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I totally agree. There is a time and there's a place for automation and it's not every time. Yes. Not the time. That makes sense. <laughs> exactly. So try to figure that out. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> let's untangle that web there. Yeah, right. Uh, but, um, so I know you were talking about like ensuring inquiries and like how do you even get to the point where they want to book with you, you right. know? So I have four different tools that I use. Um, some of them kind of overlap, not really, but we'll talk about it. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, I see that. So number one is to prep a referral network. Um, I did such a piss poor job of doing that for so long. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Tell your friends. Thanks. Bye. Um, like they, <laughs> that is not the kind of call to action that your clients and families need, by the way. So what I do for my clients is that, um, Again, everything is intentional on my website and on my proposal. Um, So in their questionnaire or their lead capture form, the thing on my website that says, hey, I'm interested in booking with you. I say, hey, you know, how did you hear from us? And they'll say Google or a referral. And I say, hey, you know, what's a referral's name? They say, oh, it's Miranda Iorio. And then I send Miranda Iorio, hey, um, a $5 or $10 um, Starbucks gift card. So it's for them and their partner. Hey, thank you guys so much. So-and-so just booked with me because of your referral. Like, this is my gift to you guys. So it's $10. My packages on average are like 500 bucks. So I work it into my cost of doing business. Hello. I know that's a scary word. It's okay. Um, I need it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's just like my little way of saying thank you. So then they're like accumulating these gift cards and they're like, oh my God, like on Instagram stories or Facebook, like look mm-hmm. at what my photographer just sent me. She's so sweet. And yeah. then that's automatic marketing right there. Cause then they tag me, I share it. And it's just getting yeah. more eyes on my page and how wonderful I am. Um, I mean, that sounds like really um, like when you say it, like, oh, it, I'm sending you a gift card for marketing so that you'll share and I can share. It sounds like really, eh, but it's really good. Like you are, you're, I mean, you're not going to just send someone a, a gift card without any heart behind it. That is, there's heart. So it, it kind of mm-hmm. feels like when you say it like really dryly like that, it feels like it could sound icky, but it's not like, I don't care the reason why you're sending me this gift. I love it. Yes. Thanks for that gift. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. I actually, yes. I wasn't expecting anything. And this is really like me, not so much expecting things back from that, but still yeah. just like, as a thank you. Yes. As like, um, a, you know, thank you. Me. So if you choose to do something like gift cards, uh-huh. definitely do something that speaks like to your business too, because Starbucks, right. like, hello, I'm <laughs> drinking it. I could be like a freaking I ambassador. I won't. She just held up a Starbucks, a Starbucks can in, in case you are not watching this on video, which apparently no one does. So, oh yeah, no that's, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Starbucks I, I like <laughs> Ronde, Venti, whatever, because none of them mean large um, yeah. coffee in my hand from Starbucks. So <clears throat> Starbucks, please pay me. Um, so <laughs> little shameless plug there, <laughs> but yes. So a tiny, tiny two second story. I wasn't expecting anything back from this by any means, but I have like this, this local woman and I saw that it was her birthday and I'm just like, Oh my God, dude, like happy freaking birthday. And I follow her on Instagram and, um, they have like, she works at like this medical spa, like 10 minutes from my house. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. So I'm like, you know, here's like a $5 gift card. Like treat yourself to some coffee. That's awesome. Like I said, I was not expecting anything back from it. I'm just surprisingly a nice person sometimes. Oh. And um, <laughs> I just have to remind people like my husband that sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she ended up booking with me like oh. later that week. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like crazy sweet. Like $500 for like a $5 okay. gift card. Like I, like, I love that. Um, but it's just like those little acts of kindness, like yeah. random acts of kindness even. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But instead of random turning them into like this marketing tactic, you know, for a referral network. Again, it goes all back to that one thing. You're treating these people like as humans, as friends with kindness. Like it's just that underlying for business. Like if you want to run a successful business, just be a freaking human, right? Like love people (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you'll more or less are going to have a successful business if you do that and you're not treating, you're not a robot. You know what I mean? So yes. Oh my God. Love that. Yeah. Everything comes back to that connection point and how you treat other people. Like you couldn't be more spot on, like right there. Um, okay. So, so you, said you have four things, right? Ugh, I have four. Okay. So, <laughs> and I won't it's go not. off on like my own little tangents for all of them. <laughs> so number two, blog, blog, blog. I have heard so many people. Oh, I've I've wanted to get into blogging. I've thought about it. I just don't have the time. I'm like, oh my god, oh, you have time to spend seven hours on social media. Yeah. Don't oh, even let me tell you. Let's go. <laughs> guilty. So guilty. I will shout it from the mountaintops. I am gil freaking tea. Mm-hmm. I'll like scroll on like Facebook watch and I'll like watch like these brand new TV shows. And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. I do that for like three hours. I'm like, I could have written so many blogs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, but yeah, always blog, 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 blog. Because that is the way that I actually got on like the front page of Google mm-hmm. on like like 10 different types of keywords because I was using them and I was pushing them. So this is going to tie into number three, using SEO on your website, sales engine optimization, Um, blogging and SEO go hand in freaking hand. Um, Because the reason that we blog, you're just like, okay, well, what's even the purpose of blogging? Like, okay, great. People know that I have sessions. Well, I can just post those on social media, right? Yeah. Yes, you can. But the point for blogging is to be able to use those words that people are going to look up on Pinterest or on Google, like um, Central Pennsylvania family photographer. Well, guess who's going to pop up? Hello, it's me. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's going to do that because in my blogs, I put things like Central Pennsylvania Pennsylvania family photographer. (laughs) Yeah, put that into Google. Um, (laughs) Share something with you. The tool that I use is Yoast SEO. So Y-O-A-S-T Yoast. Free do you plugin. show it? Or do yes, you I do. Plugin? Okay. And it's like, show, I, it. show it. The blogging service has Yoast SEO on there. Well, the basic SEO. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go, go ahead. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I freaking do too. It's taking my blogs from like, okay, I don't even know what to post to like, okay, hey, this sentence is too long for Google. Can you like shorten that up? Hey, you're not using enough keywords. Can you start using more of those keywords? Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. It walks you through it and it allows you to write blogs like nothing, like crazy yeah. fast. Yeah. It um, makes it, and makes it optimized for SEO. Um, go, let me go off that. I have a blog episode, episode number 46, blogging made easy for photographers. And then the perfect one that goes along with that is episode number 47, using Pinterest to book more photography clients, which you can't have Pinterest. Well, you can, but you use Pinterest with your blog. So those two things that go together, but continue, go on, tell us more about your video. What else? I love that. And I actually have to go back and listening to like those websites or those websites, those um, podcast episodes myself, because I'm a freaking zest. Yes. Um, yes. And you can never learn too much about SEO. Like, let's go. Oh <laughs> I, there's so much that I don't know. So, so much, but Yoast makes it easy, helpful, blah, blah, blah. Again, another shameless plug. So <laughs> number three is using the SEO on your website because you want your website, not just your pictures to pop up on Google. Um, so 
if you go to my website, you'll see on the top, like right-hand side, it says Central Pennsylvania Family Legacy Photographer on every single page. Because if somebody looks up Central Pennsylvania Photographer, Family Legacy Photographer, blah, 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 I want them to come to my page. I put that um, probably at least 10 times in other places on my website because that's what's going to like boost SEO. That's going to, when people Google Family Photographer, Pennsylvania, they're going to see my website. I want them to see my website. More eyes on your website means uh, more potential bookings. It um, means less having to rely on social media to get those bookings as well. Oh, exactly. Because I don't want to spend all day on social media. Like mm-hmm. I do kind of, but I don't want to be working. Um, right. Oh, I just want to be scrolling mindlessly, please. Exactly. I don't want to think like, okay, now I have to look for a photographer. Like, let me look at, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um which is hilarious because number four on my list is social media. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's like, it's good and evil, just like automation, you know? So um, in, you know, everything in moderation, everything. So um, with social media, just posting consistently, just constantly showing up is so very important. It's just showing your people that like you care. And like, I don't post every single day, but I show up on, on stories all Mm -hmm. the time. And I need to take that and kind of move that into Facebook as well. Um, Figuring out where your clients are, because for me, well, okay. Yeah. If that's where your clients are, (laughs) yeah, right, right. personally, I need to move it to Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Because what I've noticed over the past couple months is that my photography clients or my, um, my students are more on Instagram and my families who I can serve as a photographer are more on Facebook. (sighs) So the content that I post on each one has to be slightly different. Right. Um, and it's like, you're not going to know that unless you put so much freaking time in and it's ridiculous. It's, and- you don't realize this. I think I think it's not something I realized when I first started educating, but um, these are two very different jobs. We're talking to two very different people. It's Ugh. like, I can run my photography business over here, but then I also have to run this education side of my business, which by the way, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't make me a lot of money. I do a lot of free work here. Like my podcast, it's free. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I do make some money, but my, my bread and butter is my, my, um, photography. photography. Yeah. Photography. Yeah. And also I, it, I've gotten to the point with that though, that it just kind of runs on its own. As long as I just keep caring and keep loving on the people, then I don't have to do too much more anymore. Mm-hmm. I have my SEO set up. I blog monthly. I have things go to Pinterest. I have social media, social media following. And um, I just care about my clients and they keep referring me and that's how I keep it running. And then I'm able to focus over here on this thing that needs a little more love because it, it needs to grow a little bit more to get to that point. We That's not what we're talking about, but I just want to, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's so Sorry. true. And pulls it back again to ideal clients. And you're just like, oh no, that's a bad word. It's not a bad word. And neither is cost of doing business. And I know that (laughs) there's automation. (laughs) We're like losing like three people listening every time I say cost of doing business. Like they just drop like flies. (laughs) I don't want to listen to that. (laughs) Yeah. Like please don't make me like, I'm not making you do anything, honey. I promise. I promise. (laughs) You do you, boo. Unless, unless you're not doing your cost of doing business, then don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Don't <laughs> do you if that's what's doing you. Like, <laughs> I love you unconditionally, though. So how do you serve them after they've been your client? Like, keep them coming back. Yes, I am stupid happy to talk about that. So a lot of it, like you said, is um, growing that connection from the moment that um, they get onto my website. You know, serve, 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 all that goodness. But I like to focus like the after delivery marketing 
Um, and that's things like blogging um, and collecting reviews, basically. So we talked a lot about blogging already, um, just blogging consistently, using the SEO, all that goodness. Um, I always share with my clients that I've blogged their session, which is huge, um, so that they can take that and they say, oh my God, that's so exciting. I'm like, I'm online, like I'm on somebody's website. Like, let me share that with my friends. Um, so there's, they feel like, that extra bit of love basically. And they're like, this is so sweet. Um, and then they have that connection again with me. Um, and they're just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And my email script is like, you know, I hope you've been doing so well since we last spoke and everybody's safe and healthy because hello COVID. Um, (laughs) I know that's also a very bad word. So, (laughs) um, I'm like, you know, I wanted to reach out and let you know something like you're on the blog, like your family is now up on our website. And we're so happy to share this because your family encompasses everything that we're looking for in an ideal MEP family. Like they should be head over heels in love up for some crazy fun ideas and are overflowing with joy. So you guys are the ideal MEP family and I'm thrilled that you're able to join us. Um, And then I give them like a little call to action. I'm just like, feel free to share this post with families and friends and feel free to reach out should you have any questions. And then I link it. I say, thank you, Miranda. So I listed those three things because on my website, I have, you know, this is who the ideal MEP client is and Miranda Iori, photography MEP. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's who they are. You guys are so obviously them. I love you. I love your family. Um, Please book me again. Um, (laughs) So, um, right. So like the next step uh, is collecting reviews because yes, um, this helps me like get other people in as like clients and things like that. But reviews also kind of like lets them stop, think and like reflect back on our session. And they're just like, you know what? I really did love all of these things that she did for me. And I want to experience that again. Mm -hmm. Um, So collecting reviews, I um, put it in my first request for a review. I put it in their gallery delivery email. I'm just like, hey, you know, if you wouldn't mind sharing uh, your experience with me so that other people can know what to expect, I would love that. And then I leave a Google review link and a Facebook review link. Um, Sometimes they do one, sometimes they do both. I encourage them to like, just do one because they're going to be repeat clients. They're going to want to talk to my other potential clients later on for their other sessions. Um, So I say, Hey, you know, you can do Google and then you'll do Facebook. So then our first session, they review me for Google, our second or third or fourth session, they review me on Facebook. They're just like, Oh my God, like we've been working with her for three years. She's such a part of our family now. Yeah. It's like, cause uh, it'll, be basically the same experience, but our connection has grown and grown and grown over, you know, however many sessions we've had. Um, so I try to be like, Hey, you know, just pick one or the other. I don't want to overwhelm you guys, but it also benefits me in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, really having them as clients benefits me in the short and long run. Um, yeah. So when I finally get those reviews, because sometimes I'm just like chasing some people down, um, I will, Maybe I'll send like two weeks later, if I don't get the review, I'll send another follow-up email or um, I'll tag them in um, a post on Facebook. I'll share it on my stories. And this is how to get like a non-traditional review. Uh, This is very important. I'll send them maybe a sneak peek or share their gallery on Instagram stories and things like that. And I tag them and then they'll write back to me and they'll say, oh my God, Miranda, like these are so beautiful. Like I'm, I'm so excited to see these. Like they just gush about their session. 
but it's not a traditional review that you're going to find on Google or on Facebook. So like, what can I do with that information? You can either say like, Hey, do you mind like, like just copy and pasting this onto like Google or, or Facebook or something? And they're just like, yeah, that's great. Awesome. Thank you. Cause they're so in the moment mm-hmm. um, and then give them links, um, make it really easy for them or just screenshot what they say and then put it up on your Instagram stories and then put it as like a review highlight testimonial highlight. Highlight. Yes. A Mm -hmm. highlight on Instagram. Um, because people are going to check out like, okay, well, what are people saying about her? Or you can put it as like an actual picture or an actual post on Facebook or Instagram and things like that, because you, or heck put it on your website because it lives everywhere. You want them to be everywhere. So people can see that and find that connection with you. Um, so non-traditional, points of reviews and like pushing that and hosting that are just as important as like actual reviews that people leave on your Facebook um, or on your Google page. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Reviews are really under underutilized and super important to just kind of help people know that you you are worth working with. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't buy a shoe off Amazon without reading the reviews first, right? So like, you would imagine that I'm probably going to read reviews before I start working with someone as well. Miranda, thank you so much for sharing all this information with us. It was really great. Um, can you tell people how to connect with you? Do you have any other resources that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So a majority of the things that I do and share are on Instagram. So you can find me at, well, at Miranda Iorio Photo, E-O-R-I-O throw that out there because I should have kept my maiden name. Let's be honest. Um, (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so Miranda Iorio photo, I'm on Facebook. um, But again, the majority of what I do is on Instagram. And then you can check out all of my free resources on my website, Miranda Iorio photo.com. Again, that's E O R I O. Um, and I'll link it for you spelling challenged humans out there like me. Like me. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and I actually have something very, very special for you guys. Um, this information that I've been talking about, the ideal client experience and you know how to host rinse and repeat clients is actually in a course that I have. Mm-hmm. And because you guys are listening to this podcast episode, you are the only people who have a $50 off coupon if you use the name Brittany and that is B-R-I-T-T-N-I-E. Good job. You spelled it perfectly. That, thank you for that that gift to everyone. Um, go check it out. I'm going to link everything in the show notes. Uh, so that way you can click it rather than have to worry about your spelling issues. So thank you so much for joining us today, Miranda. It was really, it was a good time. Um, and I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram a little bit more. Now that I'm back on Instagram, I can actually respond to your messages. Without <laughs> that automated message. No, I'm kidding. I know. I'm out. Oh, <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.